2: How did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted.
3: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline.
4: always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah,
5: yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Sin. Welcome back. Compete free for dough this football season with the Pizza Hut Thursday Throwdown. Playing this four-part contest series for your shot at a share of 20000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pizza Hut to get in on the action. No one out pizzas the Hut. DraftKings.com for
3: details. All right, This is going to be a lot of fun. Ross Tucker joins the program now, host of uh, the Even Money podcast and the Ross Tucker football podcast as well, and he calls a zillion games in college and the NFL for Westwood One. Ross, thanks for popping on the show again. How are you today?
4: Yeah, of course. Doing great. Thank you guys for having me.
3: You got it. Let's begin with a little NFL here. Uh, and, man, we've been talking about this now for a couple of weeks. Just kind of like bet the opposite. Like last night's another example, right? I mean, the Rams, um, for the most part, you know, they played a bad game against Tennessee last week, but the 49ers were awful, like for the last six weeks. And then they come out and they just they blow out the Rams last night.
4: Well, and here's the thing I really thought that the Rams would bounce back from that putrid performance against the Titans Mm -hmm. last week. You know, they couldn't block anybody. And as even Matthew Stafford said after the game, he basically spotted the Titans 14 points with those two interceptions. My handicap, my thought was, he's not going to do that again. I mean, he's not going to spot the other team. Well, guess what? (laughs) First time he has the ball, he throws a pick, trying to force the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. Odell stopped on the route, whatever. Then... This wasn't Stafford's fault at all, but the ball goes right through Tyler Higby's hands for a Jimmy Ward pick six. You look up, it's 14, yep. nothing. And it was like they spotted the Niners 14 points again. But that's actually not the concerning part. If I'm a Rams fan or a Rams backer moving forward, they're getting beat up up front, man. Yes. I mean, this is the second game in a row where they're, they're just soft. Kyle check George Kittle, They were out there pancaking linebackers and Von Miller. They took it to the Rams physically. So now I think for some of these teams, midway through the year, you start to get a formula for this is how you have to play against them. This is how you have to attack them. The book is out now on the Rams. You got to punch them in the mouth.
5: Yeah, good observation. I also like what you said, too. Beckham quit on the route. What do you think of the acquisition and the fact that a guy gets so much attention? We're almost at Thanksgiving. He has 250 yards on the season.
4: Yeah, listen, I, I think um, some guys have figured out with their agents how to stay in the conversation, and they make millions of dollars in marketing, do- in marketing dollars off the field. I mean, it's just, I thought he would wait even longer to sign with the team because he wanted everybody to keep talking about <laughs> it. <him. laughs> <laughs> <He laughs> yeah. An opportunity he liked with the Rams. I will say this. That is about the craziest coincidence I can remember. Yeah. He officially, he, he decides on Thursday. He officially signs on Friday. An hour later, Robert Woods tears his ACL. Are you kidding me? Right. Now, I know that's just dumb luck, or, but if Robert Woods tears his ACL Wednesday or Thursday, I think the Rams have to pay a lot more money to get Odell Beckham Jr. Because now they need him. Before it was like, okay, how are we going to give him the ball that much? Deshaun Jackson just left Mm -hmm. because we could never give him the ball. But now they need Odell Beckham Jr. But clearly it was pretty obvious, not quite on the same page with Stafford yet. But I think it's a good fit for him in L.A., especially with Woods being done for the year. Yeah, well,
3: Ross, again, like last night was, I think, a perfect example here of what we've had in the NFL now for the last three weeks or so. And you actually called – the first game of the week of week 10 down in Miami. I mean, like who saw that one coming? Miami's defense was awful all year long. And you know, the Ravens are playing in these crazy high scoring games. They go to South beach and it's like, what am I watching here? They couldn't do. And Lamar looked bad.
4: Yeah, I had guys, I had three teasers uh, on the even money podcast this week and the Ravens and the Raiders ruined all three of them. Just ruined them. I had the Ravens teased down to minus one and a half in two teasers thinking, well, I don't know how much they'll win by, but they'll win the game. They're not going (laughs) to lose to the Dolphins. So they did. And by the way, they deserve to lose to the Miami Dolphins. The game really wasn't even that competitive. There's kind of a book out. We talked about the Rams earlier, and there being a book out on how to play the Rams. When you play the Ravens now, it's all out blitz. It's all Mm. out blitz. The Dolphins like their cover corners, Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. You bring one more guy than the Ravens have to be able to block. Lamar Jackson was not able to make them pay. The Ravens receivers weren't able to beat man-to-man coverage. I mean, the first drive, Lamar lofted a beautiful deep post to Sammy Watkins, who didn't even go all out to try to catch it. He probably could have had a touchdown on it. But the Ravens are not making people pay. For all-out blitzes, this is the way the NFL works. They will continue to see all-out blitzes until they show that they have fixed the problem.
3: I think you're spot on with that. It's followed the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network, Ross Tucker, our guest, the Even Money podcast, and the Ross Tucker football podcast as well. So what do you make of the Chiefs? We've all been waiting for this team to look like the Chiefs team that we fell in love with over the last three years. The last time they looked like they did against the Raiders on Sunday night was probably a month ago against the football team of Washington, but they haven't looked like that for a majority of the year. So are they like are they back? Is that the Mahomes that we're going to see for the rest of the year, or are you being very careful here with the Chiefs?
4: I'm going to take at least a wait-and-see approach for one more week. I do think it's funny, though. Looking on social media, everybody was like, oh, everybody didn't think the Chiefs were good. Uh, yeah. What are you talking about? We I've been watching them for a month. They were in a funk. Are you telling me? I didn't see what I, what I saw. Mm-hmm. They were not playing well for a month. They broke out of the slump. Good for them, mm-hmm. but don't act like you knew all along that this is going to happen. If you did, then you should have bet a lot on the chiefs. I, I had the Raiders teased up to plus eight and a half. I thought the game at the giants for the Raiders was the anomaly and that the Raiders would bounce back at home. They get the Sean Jackson. They put the Henry Ruggs thing behind them. That obviously was not the case. Raiders couldn't run the ball a lick. Give the Chiefs credit for that. That's probably the thing that jumps out to me the most. Everybody's focusing on the offensive side of the ball for the Chiefs. But this is really the second game in a row, at least kind of third, that Giants game, where the Chiefs defense yep. is starting to play like they did a year ago, which isn't to say that they're great, but they're solid. They're good enough. Earlier in the year, Chiefs had by far the worst defense. Now they put two and a half, three solid performance together. So if the offense is back and the defense is just average, then you got to look at, then the Chiefs become favorites in the AFC yet again. You know,
3: it reminds me a little bit of what happened to the Seahawks last year where they had historically one of the worst defenses of all time for like the first eight or nine weeks. The offense was so good. And then the defense just got a lot better in the second half of the season. Uh, maybe that will continue here with the Chiefs. Uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions about the coach of the year. A couple of things. Okay, so who would you give the coach of the year to in the NFL right now? And I guess who would you bet on based on the current odds? And I'll run down the DraftKings numbers right now. If Rabel is the shortest shot on the board, Ross. He's 4-1. to Kingsbury is plus 750. Yeah, Big Mike McCarthy at 8-1. to Staley and McVay are 10, and then Bill Belichick is 12-1. to
4: Staley? It's not Staley. (laughs) I mean, I I like Brandon Staley, but they lost three (laughs) out of the last four. It's not Brandon Staley. That's going to be tough for him. You know, it typically goes to a first-year coach, maybe a second-year coach, Mm -hmm. of a team that's been terrible. The thing is, is nobody really fits that criteria. Nobody really fits that description. I mean, to me right now, the coach of the year is Mike Vrabel. And I know the odds reflect that they should. I mean, they've won six in a row. They're doing it. The last two games, they've had less than 200 and less than 300 yards of offense. They're just finding a way to situationally win games. I think Mike Vrabel to this point is the coach of the year. But I would really keep an eye on those odds. I'd keep an eye on Belichick. So would I. Yep. I don't think it's Kingsbury, but if the Patriots keep winning, and I think they might, you're gonna start to feel you're gonna start to hear this narrative of Belichick's done it again. Belichick, he had one down here, but the genius is back. I think if you want the odds, you go with Belichick. I think right now it's still Rabel, but they can start to falter. They're not really playing that great in Tennessee. The Patriots are playing awesome. If I had to bet on it, I would bet the Belichick coach of the year odds right now.
3: Yeah, I'm with you on that. Okay, so you're going to hang around for one more segment. We'll do some college football. We have like 90 seconds here. Tell us, uh, you're involved with MyFrontPageStory.com. Tell us about that, Ross.
4: Greatest gift of all time. You talk to a writer for 10 minutes. They write the most unbelievable story about your wife, your mom, whatever. It looks like it's framed on the cover of the newspaper. It is beautiful. And the two key things, guys, and Mitch, I know you're married, Stop giving your wife like an Olive Garden gift card. Okay, Mitch, <laughs> For once, you and nailed 10, it. That's 10, what I do. Olive gift card. I love never-ending bro- bo- pasta bowl, but still, still. <laughs> say to your wife, Mitch, honey, I want to do something special for you. So I had a story written about you. That's a I had a story written. That just sounds awesome. And yep. then when she reads it, and you say, I never thank her enough for all the little things she she will cry. Your wife will cry, Mitch. You will win. She cries, you win. Myfrontpagestory.com. Is that a guarantee? Don't cry. Guarantee. Well, your quotes have to be good, Mitch. You can't okay. say right. she's okay. She's all uh, right. I what <laughs> odds I'm being a good wife. You have to <laughs> say she's awesome. and awesome. Say the little things. I don't tell her enough how much I love her. Then she will cry and you will win. Guaranteed.
3: I'm, okay, so it's myfrontpagestory.com. I got to tell you, it's a brilliant... I, I can't believe this the first time like it's... A, is this like it's a brand new thing? I'm guessing, right? How how did how was this not exist for like 20
4: years? Tucker, yeah, I, I, I get them all. People get it's the best gift for your wife or mom ever. Like they'll have it hanging in their house after they cry. My mom, my mom mentions it every time I talk to her. It's amazing.
3: Uh, it's a great idea. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ross is going to hang around for one more segment here. We'll get into some college football up next. Maybe his thoughts on the Heisman and uh, the committee rankings for tonight, and Cincinnati potentially making the playoff. All of that coming up here with Ross Tucker.
5: The Sports
0: Betting Network.
5: Download the free oddstrader.com app, compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in game action, and much more. Go to oddstrader.com, great site as uh, myfrontpagestory.com is, and support Ross as well. Roll on with Ross Tucker, NFL, and college. How You tweeted a lot about this on Saturday. Now, Texas loses at home. Kansas they give up 57 points they paid Herman and his staff 24 million to go away Sark's making 5 million Kansas had lost 56 straight conference road games and there was also a great story there too about who caught the two-point try from Kansas but I mean how they go strong it doesn't work out they go Herman it doesn't work out and Sark might lose six games
4: yeah something's something's wrong there now as for Sark I'll at least give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because it's his first year. These are not his recruits. But Herman wasn't a bad recruiter. I mean, they were bringing in pretty good players. They've got some type of funk over them. And maybe it's a culture thing. Guys, I thought they looked awesome against Oklahoma for the first half. I mean, they, they were blowing Oklahoma out. If Oklahoma doesn't bench Spencer Rattler for Caleb Williams... Texas wins that game, and then my my question is, how many other games would they have lost? It's like they're front runners, and I think part I know guys. There's something weird about Texas. It's like all the guys that go to Texas, they're Texas high school stars. They get offered scholarships by Texas when they're in tenth grade. They commit there before they're in eleventh grade, mm. and then for the next two years, everybody tells them how great they are, and they're going to the and I, they they just come across as soft. They come across as when things are going well, things are really going well. But when things go poorly, you just don't see a lot of fight or overcoming adversity. It's been that way for a while.
3: And good luck in the SEC. Oh, God. <laughs> soft is not going to work are, very well no. in the SEC.
4: <laughs> they, they, they are in me. I, I hope all the money's worth it. Because yep. they're going to lose a lot of football games. Yep.
3: Yeah. So, are you convinced here that if Cincinnati goes thirteen and zero, Alabama loses to Georgia in the SEC title game, that that's it? Cincinnati's going to be in at thirteen and zero overall. They're going to be like number four overall. Or are, are we going to see some shenanigans where another team could slide in?
4: That would be an absolute disgrace. It really would. This I take this almost personally, mm. having been a guy that played at the FCS level. Cincinnati's good. I mean, they should have beat Georgia in the bowl game last year. Bingo. They blew that, but they were just as good as Georgia. And how many teams this year, guys, have better wins than Cincinnati? They won on the road at, did they win? I think they won by double digits, too. Was it like 27 17? They won on the road at a top 10 team in Notre Dame. I think maybe Oregon at Ohio State, that might be the only better win that a team that's actually in the mix has. So they're undefeated. They have one of the two best wins. What are we even talking about here? People get mad because they don't cover the spreads. And look, I know that's what we're talking about. We're on Visa, and that's what I talk about on the Even Money podcast. But we're talking about the college football playoff. It's not about covering spreads. It's about winning the games, and they've won almost all of them for two years now. And they've got a lot of good players. That's the thing people don't realize. Sauce Gardner, uh, Jenkins, the D-end, uh, Desmond Ritter. They have a lot of guys that are pros. This isn't like, oh, they're just a group of five teams. No, they they have they have real NFL players on their team.
5: Yep. It's been a good program for a long time. You're right. And that score was 24-13, to 13 and Notre Dame couldn't move the ball. All excellent points and the fact that it's a, like a 20-game winning streak now, regular season, and the loss – They had an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter against Georgia. Well,
3: You're right. By the way, I also found it very refreshing, Ross, that you brought up the bowl game from last year because everybody else likes to poo-poo on it. Like, It meant nothing to Georgia, right? Nobody cared for Georgia in that game. So when they actually play for real, then we're going to see what – and maybe maybe they do beat Cincinnati if they play in the playoff by 30 points, whatever, but the bowl game does count for
4: something. I'm so glad you said that. Every time an SEC school – loses a non-college football playoff bowl game to Utah or whoever, like Alabama lost to Utah, their fans say, oh, they didn't care. Nobody cared. It didn't matter anymore. Well, it it doesn't, you don't get to say that. No, It counts. They all count. And by the way, all those guys that were playing for Georgia, that's this year's team. You know, maybe they had a couple guys didn't play because they were going pro, but not the guy, all the guys that played are on this year's team And Cincinnati was the better team in that game.
5: That might be the dumbest argument you can make as well. If we win, we're the best conference. If we lose, we weren't motivated and didn't care. I mean, that's
4: the same logic, by the way. Like when um, a school, like when Michigan State loses to Purdue, right? They'll say, oh yeah, you guys thought Michigan State was good. Michigan State stinks. See, they're not any good. Meanwhile, if. Like that happened in the SEC and Alabama lost to Texas A&M. It's that just shows you how good the SEC is. Yes. Texas A&M is awesome. yes. Texas A&M, that just shows you the depth of the SEC. <laughs> SEC logic is hilarious. By the way, never once in my life have I ever cheered for a conference. Amen. But yes. Thank you. Hey, I got to stand up. Like, Can you imagine a Penn State fans watching Ohio State in the college football playoff and saying, Big Ten, Big Ten. What are we do- like? That I went to Princeton. That's like me watching the Harvard Yale game, going Ivy League. Like, what are you talking about?
5: <laughs> yeah, you're unbelievable. Yeah, that, that's that. that you're hitting make, all the bullet points. It doesn't make any sense. No. What? What yes. rivalry? What no. rivalry? Good. You stand up there. It's like you said, Tennessee has sucked for how long? You don't get the whole conference. No. You don't no. get to yeah. Celebrate when <laughs> you win the title of your Tennessee
4: like to like to brag that they're in the SEC because it makes them feel better about not being good, about not yeah. winning.
3: Yeah. It's like, uh, uh-huh. can, can you imagine Yankees fans? Oh, God. Well, we lost in the playoffs, but go Red Sox.
4: Huh? A.L. East.
3: Yeah, AL East. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, having said that, then how, this Ohio State offense right now clicking Stroud might take down the Heisman. Who knows? Like, how? Do, for, I'm just going to throw this out there as, as an example because Georgia's defense is so good. How do you think an offense like Ohio State would do against Georgia's defense?
4: I think Georgia would lock them up. I really do. I, I think Georgia's like if I could give the Heisman to anybody, I give it to Georgia's defense. Hmm. I mean. Obviously, you can't do that, but Georgia's defense is by far the most dominant side of the ball in college football right now. And, you know, I watched Ohio State against Penn State. Penn State's defense held them in check for the most part. Ohio State didn't put up a ton of points in that game or a ton of yards. Now, Trayvon Henderson broke one. And remember, they had a defensive touchdown. Clifford fumbled, and the D tackle for Ohio State took it back to the house. Penn State's defense kind of held Ohio State in check a little bit, and Georgia's defense is way better. than I'm actually curious to see how Michigan's defense does in a couple weeks against Ohio State's defense, Ohio State's offense. Yeah,
3: yep. good call. Uh, you're yep. also calling the UMass Army game this week on CBS Sports Network. That's going to be on Saturday. And Army, we briefly touched on this game yesterday. They're laying a huge number 37 points, I think. Come on. If they want to, they can pretty much name their score in this game, can't they?
4: Yes, probably. UMass has lost back-to-back games to FCS Rhode Island and FCS Maine. Uh, UMass fired their coach last week. They're not in a good way. And Army has got a pretty good team. The thing that's issue about Army is, on the one hand, they can have slow, long, methodical drives. So they don't score as many points because they take more time off the clock. On the other hand, like other teams, if they have a big lead, they just hand it off and run the clock out. Well, that's Army's normal offense. So even when they put in the second and third string guys, they're good at it, and they just keep pounding you. So they just keep moving the ball. It's not like when they put in their backups or third string, they can't move the ball. Their second and third string guys will still be able to move the ball Mm -hmm. against UMass. Mm -hmm.
3: Well said, uh, I think you're the busiest man in the entire business. Um, A plus appearance. Say, let me hit all, all of the uh, uh, stuff that I need to. Again, you host the Even Money podcast, the Ross Tucker football podcast. You're on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL. And again, uh, you've teamed up with myfrontpagestory.com, which is an excellent idea. A plus appearance today, Ross. Uh, you hit it out of the park. Thanks so much for the time.
4: Anytime, man, when Dustin reaches out, I say yes, Dustin's the man. Love coming on the show. A big fan of what you guys are doing over at Beaston. Thank you for having me.
3: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Be good. Have a great week. Great job. Yep. Uh, That was great. And again, myfrontpagestory.com. You connect with a writer. Tell them a story about someone that you love, whatever. uh, It's presented like in a newspaper-type story story, style. That's really cool.
5: And it's so refreshing. Oh, that was great. Who who cheers for a conference?
3: (laughs) What? What? supposed to hate each other
5: it's a rivalry what do you what is this glad he brought that up whole, get the whole conference right as a Penn every, State every
3: bowl game the fan the fans will chant SEC SEC they look like complete idiots because yep, that really hit home for me he's a Penn State guy I'm a Wisconsin guy like since my since I was like 10 years old I'm like why would I ever root for Ohio State ever if I'm I'm completely jealous of the program I would love for Wisconsin to get there one day they're never going to but I I could never possibly get to that point And then you get every single team in the conference? Where's the logic in this? Bizarre. Uh, A little bit more on college football coming up next, including uh, blind. This is going to be very good. Blind resumes coming up. An eye-opening exercise.
5: Follow the money on v the sports
0: betting network.
5: Points bet has great odds in all the NFL games. Why bet anywhere else when you bet with PointsBet? You get great odds, bigger payouts. Download the app today and get in on the action. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21. Void where prohibited gambling problem. Call uh, 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, pop and circumstance. Three-card mining at Times Square tonight. Committee show rolls on again. We'll see what the, they come up with. You know, forget about the coaches and the media. We have to trust what these artifacts and relics think and come up with eye test and game control and other garbage. But I thought this was good. This guy works for ESPN. He's a hell of a follow as well. David Hale. I have a little blind resume here. Like they would ever do that, though, right? Like they would ever go in and cover up the name on the top and say,
3: oh, wow, let's do it that way. Well, no, like, of... like the committee wouldn't do this. <laughs> right. No, no ES- chance they would do Like that. ESPN's been doing this for as long as, yeah. I mean, for how many years now with like college oh, basketball? Yeah, that's right. I love it.
5: That's why it's so good. Take a look at a few of these. This is great. Blind resume. Team A. Nine and one. A one loss, top 10 team. 6-1 against FPI Top 50. Strength of record, number three. Team B, 9-1. and one. Lost to a top 20 team. 6-1 against
3: FPI Top 50. Number two, strength of record. Okay, and don't they say every week that strength of record is a big deal? Yeah. Um... Do you know who these teams are? I do. I cheated. I'm trying to think here. The loss versus a top 10 team on Team A in the third overall strength of record. Would that be Ohio State? But they're, no, because their strength of record couldn't be that high so far. Okay, I'm not even going to guess. Go ahead. Team A.
5: Look at that. Look at that. Come on. Notre Dame against
3: Alabama. Oh, wow. Come on. Look at that. So their loss is to a top ten team, Alabama's losses to a top twenty team. Yeah, AM well who knows what see where AM is tonight. Sure. A and M just coming off another loss. Notre Dame wait hold on a second here. Notre Dame's strength of record is number three overall in the country. There's a difference between SOS and yeah. Oh no, no, I know SOS. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. uh,
5: that's according to them, right. Now this FPI is crazy. I mean you really have to laugh at some of the FPI numbers. They give Oregon a five percent chance to make the playoffs. Oh, run those down, please. Five. percent Michigan State two percent. Oregon five percent, Oklahoma twenty-five percent. Oklahoma still has twenty-five percent to yeah, get uh, in. 10, yeah, Oklahoma State's fifteen. Michigan thirty-four. Cincinnati forty-six. Ohio State fifty. Notre Dame sixty. That's good. I mean, also they have
3: two cupcakes left. They don't have a conference well, hold championship. Hold on. Hold on here. Hold on. FPI has Notre Dame with a sixty percent chance to make the playoff. Yeah. And Cincinnati is what forty-eight percent? Forty-six. 46%. Ohio State's fifty. Yeah. Alabama's 64. They're dogs
5: against Georgia. The numbers on the board. It's three, three and a half. It's three here. It's three and a half at William Hill. That game's up. You can bet it right now. The SEC title game. Georgia's three and a half, three
3: or three. $20,000 $20, limits here at 2 on 8. Right. I guess Cincinnati could, well, anybody can lose, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Like they, they have a couple of losable games coming up right. on the schedule. Well, that's right, right. And Notre Dame has two cupcakes. I right.
5: don't, don't have a conference title game. But still, Oregon, 5%. They give Oregon like a 38% chance to win Saturday a three-point dog. Where are they getting this map from? Who knows? Let's continue. This is fun. Again, blind resume. Team eight, nine and one. FPI top 50, 4-1. One. 10.6 points per game margin versus top 50. Number 9, strength of record. Team B, nine and one. 5 and 1 against FPI top 50. 12.2 points per game margin, top 50. Number six, strength of record.
3: Any guesses? Both teams are nine and one. I'm going to say they're going to surprise us here. One of these teams will be Oklahoma State, but I don't know. I don't know which one it's going to be. All right. And the other one, I don't know. Okay. Oregon. Now you're close.
5: You got one of them. Ohio State. Ohio State's the first team. Team eight. Team Oklahoma oh, State Look at that! Pretty close, isn't it? Look at that! Pretty close, actually. Oklahoma uh, State has the edge. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. So, th- so they have. It's o- not even not even a discussion, though, right? I mean, oh come on! Now Ohio State still has the big boy coming up with Michigan. Then you're oh, probably yes, going to yeah, play right. a top fifteen Wisconsin.
3: But still, Oklahoma State has two potential games against Oklahoma. Yeah. But it's, okay. uh, it's not even a debate.
5: Oh, Ohio State is so good. This offense. Okay, well.
3: But Ohio State's nine and one, same record. They actually have one more win versus the top fifty. Eyeball test, well, margin of victory is bigger. That's versus the top 50, and their strength of record is actually better. When you do it this way, Hmm. all things change. Oh, a little bit, huh? When you do it this way, right?
5: Oh, wow. Who would guess
3: that Notre Dame's (laughs) that close to Alabama? Or in this case.
5: But this is, I'm using all your, I'm using, well, there's no set criteria. That's why it's a scam. Right. Uh, There needs to be do this, do this, do this, and we'll put you in a playoff. Our invitational. But. They're using all your key metrics and what you guys use, and what uh, Hamilton, the guy with the nice tan from Iowa, says every week with Reese Davis. The stuff you're regurgitating, I'm just throwing back in your face, and they go, "Oh, wait a second. I mean, look at this. That's
3: blind resume, folks. Very close, Notre Dame, Alabama. Very close, Ohio State, Oklahoma State. Does the nah, nice nah, nah. does the nice tan run in the Hamilton family? Isn't it George Hamilton that actor? George Hamilton, yeah, yeah. The Ridiculous guy was, how tan always, that guy is. Yeah, his but whole look life.
5: Look at yeah. Bart. But Bart does in Iowa. It's twenty degrees. Where, where's he going?
3: Come on. Well, you like to go to the tanning bed once in a while. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so give give me your uh, okay scenarios here. Okay. Where you think Cincinnati? You know whatever. I'll go Georgia, Bama.
5: One more a week. One more a week. They'll have Oregon ahead of Ohio State.
3: Ohio State blows out Sparty. That'll flip. Okay, but what if what if Oregon is really good against Utah? Nah. Uh, it won't matter. What 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 are they? What's the score? 37-17. I 37-17. Mean, really he asked me. I answered. Huh.
5: I'll, 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 I'll keep Oregon up there one, one more then. Oregon, Ohio State. Michigan will be ahead of Cincinnati tonight. For whatever reason, uh they really think Penn State's good. They 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 value they think it's a nice win. Well, here, this is why Even though they lost to Illinois, but but still, uh Michigan and they can do it because it doesn't really mean that much. Because Michigan Goes to uh, has Ohio State at home right. the following week, so it, I think they'll. This will be the week they'll punish Cincinnati. And, well, Paulie, I'll for tell you this: win.
3: regardless of where they put Cincinnati compared to Michigan, it doesn't mean anything tonight. No, right? Yeah,
5: because it's all going to sort itself out because Ohio State closes with Sparty, Michigan. Then probably Wisconsin, but see, the, all these teams are going to lose. They all play each other. The round robin starts this week.
3: See now, am I wrong with this? I think like the weekly Tuesday show could really be a good betting event. If you put up, where are these teams going to be ranked, right? And if you put a five and a half right now in Cincinnati, you're telling me you're going to bet the over. Let's say it's minus one ten both ways, right? And you put a five and a half on the Bearcats; they're going to slide from five to six because they didn't cover against South Florida, and Michigan went into Penn State and won.
5: Hmm. There's two other things to watch tonight. You hit on one of them. Where's Notre Dame? Notre Dame was ninth. Oklahoma lost. Notre Dame did face a backup quarterback, but they won on the road against a pretty good team, 28-3. to Any chance they go past Michigan State?
3: Yeah, there's a chance. Okay,
5: and then they can put the nail in the coffin of Oklahoma. They didn't like them going in. They were eight. They lost and were pushed around by Baylor. They can drop Oklahoma. Let's see. Oklahoma was 8 AM was 11. They lost. Baylor was, well, Baylor's got to be head of Oklahoma, right? Head-to-head. Baylor was 13. As Wake they've been 12. telling us
3: now the whole time that uh, head-to-head matters. So right, Mississippi was 15. They won. Uh, they have
5: two losses though. Who knows? BYU was 14. They can drop Oklahoma to 13 tonight and just say, that's it,
3: you're done. Well, they they can do that. that. They can do that with ease. Like, they can comfortably slide Oklahoma down to 13, 14 if they wanted to. And And then then finito, it's done.
5: And then sweeping Oklahoma State isn't going to go from 13 to 4.
3: No, no. Like, that would be, the righty would be be on the wall with
5: Oklahoma. That's going to do it. So,
3: you know, all of this talk, though, like, every week leading up to the actual, the final decision by the committee on that Sunday when they announced the Final Four, you know what's going to happen, right? Is that, and the numbers here, it's on the betting board At Circa, again, they're taking 20,000 right now in an SEC title game between Georgia and Alabama. And they made Alabama a three-point dog in the game. Alabama's going to win the game outright. Alabama wins a close game against Georgia. Alabama goes to number one. Georgia probably slides down to number two. And then Oregon, Ohio State remain three and four if Oregon wins out. I'm telling you, it'd be a ratings bonanza
5: if Ohio State plays Cincinnati in one of the semifinals.
3: In the Midwest, specifically. Yeah, well, sure.
5: Yeah, but everyone... People watch Ohio State. Oh, they're, yeah, yeah that, absolutely that they do. That Nebraska game got a huge rating. Mm-hmm. It beat Alabama LSU, which is the prime time uh, pretty much all to itself, even though it was a dog matchup going in. Uh, and then people were going to turn on and say, okay, let me see what this team's all about. I believe Cincinnati-Georgia got a big number. The bowl game that Ross Manfred, I think that got a big number. Well, people you, will – people will, that will get a huge number, and I hope they do it. Ohio State-Cincinnati okay. one of the semis.
3: You, you brought that up, so I'm going to go top of my head. They played a couple of years ago. Ohio State beat them 42 nothing. How long ago? I think it was 2019. Okay. But, and you just brought it up, so I'm thinking right now, di- didn't Cincinnati have a major injury, like a concussion right away in that game, where one of their star players had to leave? Couple, a couple guys sat out. A uh, couple guys for Georgia sat out. Uh, couple no, 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 not, not the bowl game. I'm talking about what? Cincy and uh, oh, the, Ohio, Ohio, State. Ohio State. Oh, I don't recall that. I know it was 42-0. Not that it would have changed anything, but I think, yeah, it was a... It was well, a, that does a- uh, yeah, but right. But this—if this, the bowl game Fickle doesn't matter from last year, then two years ago certainly doesn't matter. No, no. I mean, right? with Fickle's done, twenty wins in a row,
5: regular season, they hold yep. the eleven-point lead to Georgia. I mean, they've been
3: good for three years. All right, this uh, trend in the NFL keeps killing it. Five and one, technically, um, over the weekend, and we'll recap Monday Night Football coming up next.
5: v the sports betting network. Compete free for dough this football season with the Pizza Hut Thursday throwdown. Playing this four-part contest series for your shot at a share of 20000 in cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Pizza Hut now to get in on the action. No one out pizzas the Hut. DraftKings.com for details.
3: All right, again, when we talk about doing the opposite, betting the opposite in the NFL last couple of weeks... It kind of ties into this uh, trend that took off on TikTok last week. Um, so when you bet, this started in week two, obviously. When you, the matchup is this. A team that did not cover the previous week plays a team that did cover. You bet on the team that did not cover the previous week. Uh, and by the way, we need to correct this because earlier we said it was 5-0 and in week 10. It was actually 5-1. and We left out the Ravens-Dolphins game on Thursday night. Qualifies for sure. Um, but 5-0... and Sunday, uh, and in Week 10 overall, now 44-15-1 on the season. Mamma mia. 44-15-1, and, and now when you look ahead to Week 11, again, the teams that did not cover last week against teams that did cover, well, fitting this trend, the plays would be Falcons right now plus 6.5. That actually might go to 7 this week. Money coming in on the Bills this week, so I, do the Colts go to 7.5 as a dog? They're plus 7 right now. Uh, the Browns are laying 10 against the Lions, and the Jets plus 3 against the Dolphins. Oh, God. Miami and the Jets. Four plays that would fit. Jets giving
5: up 40 a game. Also, what you said earlier about the opposite in the Costanza was the last couple of weeks also haven't made any sense. Like, you know, why would the 49ers dominate the Rams? They lost
3: 11-12 to 12 at home. They lost five of six. They just did, I mean Rams th- coming off a bad performance. Again, think about what the yeah. Cardinals did to the 49ers the week before yes. with no Kyler Murray. Amen. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like it didn't make any sense, but that's why it did make sense, right? And now but that's five in a row straight up and ATS Shanahan over McVay. And as we pointed out yesterday, yep. like players for the 49ers have simply dominated the Rams and this defense. We ran down all the numbers yesterday, like Debo Samuel now, three consecutive games where he is just, boy, did he look so good last night. I can't say enough positive things about Samuel. I'm such a huge fan of his.
5: They should be a playoff team and make noise. Yes, yes. I mean, I love the the motion and the guys constantly moving on offense with the running game. That first, I got emotional watching that first drive. 93 yards, 18 plays, 13 rushes. What are you going to do about it? Tough guy, huh? Ah, huh, you want to play fantasy? You got Von Miller. You got Donald. What did, what did Eli call him? Darnold. 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 Da, da. Right. Just gonna run it down your throat.
3: What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, touchdown. I just I love the way they bust each other's chops. Oh, they're great. It's in the third quarter <laughs> last night.
5: Mickelson Mikkels, says, <laughs> do, you, "Do you think your brother's soft?" He goes, "Well, he did miss a season." Yeah, right. Yeah, four yeah, next surgeries. Next <laughs> surgeries
3: will do that, but you know, yeah. Oh, they're awesome. I thought Phil Mickelson yeah. was an A plus last oh, night. Oh, the questions. He was so good. i came- prepared. Thoroughly prepared. It. You nailed it. It's like he will, he's asking what every fan would ask if they're right there. We want to know these questions, That's right? That's right. Or the answers to that, right? Strong. So But I'm, I'm watching that. Th- this, I think it was after Mickelson was done and Draymond Green was on, and I had no idea what I looked like, obviously, uh, watching. My wife is staring at me, and she goes, you really cannot stop. You love the show, don't you? I'm like, why do you say that? She goes, you've been smiling for like a half an hour straight. I'm like, have I? I have no idea. I'm like, I, just, I can't turn off the Manning cast.
5: I think it's brilliant television. Now, Michaels was great. Yes, he was. I was in tears with the laugh with the golf. Yeah, can't show that. <laughs> it's X-rated, and they sabotaged him. They ambushed him with that, and they. Just, oh, that's that's the key, is right? Ah, they, throwing guys. I I I I the
3: undercast. I said he was eighty. He's seventy-seven. He's throwing clubs. He's cursing. He's one of us. Of course, he is. It's great. Very relatable. Yeah, you could have a beer with Al Michaels, and it would be like the highlight oh, of your life. I love Al Michaels. Oh, he's um, he's amazing. I'll never forget the OJ thing. How about this? Ah, farcical call. Uh, Baba Booey. Did did you hear the Sunday night broadcast when the Godfather, Brent Musburger, like they did the open, right? Yeah,
5: they did a lot of hangover stuff and all with with the Musburger
3: at the open, yeah. Michaels is talking about how they went to dinner the night before with uh, Collinsworth was there, Brent was there. Can you imagine, just like put that on television. Put the dinner between Al Michaels and Brent Musburger on television. I'd watch. Absolutely. For two hours, whatever oh, I bet it would be Michael.
5: great.
3: Oh, Michael's but, cursing and throwing clubs. So good. They had to beep him out. <laughs> yeah, I just I love the way that they 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 come up with all this great footage and they sabotage their guest. Even Draymond, he's like, I I'm going in fresh to this. I had, you had footage of me playing tight end. I had no idea like you were going to do this to me. Can you believe he can name all 35 guys drafted in uh, front of him? Big fan of that. More respect for Draymond Green. Wow. Here's the angle. You bet on the Nets tonight. Now, right? Right with the curse. I, I love that. That's a thing, too. Phil, yes, it is. That's why yeah. I'm not playing <laughs> I'm next not week. Playing I
5: movie. absolutely believe in the Manning <laughs> curse. <laughs> that guy's sharp. Good story about Mickelson. He he likes to bet uh, yeah. uh, football, though, too. I mean, you know, Phil likes to get after it. We know uh, Billy Walter's still looking for him. Ruined the friendship. But he had, he had a huge ticket. 02, uh, was it, when the Ravens won the Super Bowl the first yeah. time with that yeah. nasty defense? I think he won like a four hundred to five hundred thousand dollar future. So it was big. It was big, huge. Yeah, he had a big future bet on the Ravens. So I believe it was at the Bellagio. But they had it like was. a. It uh, was it. Mm-hmm. They had a big celebration and party for him. Hey Phil, come on down. Cash your ticket. Well, they, I don't think he tipped. I don't think he left a
3: dime. That was that was the rumor around town. Yeah,
5: yeah, that's a tough one.
3: But I still love <sighs> that. That was a tough one. Okay. So did you hear this? Speaking of the Jets, they so- should. By the way, that should have been the question last night from the Mannings. Now that I think about it how much do you have on the game?
5: Good, good point. Right? Good point. 44-15-1, and 5-1 and one last week, and there's four teams that fit the angle. Bet on the team that didn't cover after playing the opponent who did cover. So that has been gold. So you mentioned what do you want to do in this Jets-Miami game. Rex Ryan spitting fire on ESPN radio in New York about, people's, about his defense compared to Sal and why the Jets are so bad defensively. Rex Ryan went after him.
1: This is a horrendous defense. You know, now they're going to use, well, we never had our safety. So what? Everybody has a million injuries. Let alone a above average safety you're missing. I remember playing without five corners. It never looked like this. I think we were fifth in the league that year in defense. This guy's supposed to be a defensive guru. I heard everything and I take it personal on this one. Everything I heard about was, well, this guy's a lot like a lot like myself but without the the bad part. Yeah? Well, some of the bad part you need, because this team doesn't play with any any damn heart.
5: Strong. That is strong. You went after him for about a minute. They, they allowed 54 to the Patriots. They gave up 31 to the Bengals. They gave up 45 to the Colts. They gave up 45 to the Bills. As Damian Woody tweeted, this is your area of expertise. People, he also, he made a good point. People like to rip and mock Urban
3: Meyer. Mm. They're showing fight. They're in these games. I, I, you know what? I saw I mean, that tweet, that, too. That's and fair. that was a, That was a really good observation by Woody. He's spot on, and I brought that up yesterday about how you have to tip your cap to Urban Meyer because they never tapped out of that game. They were down, what, 17-0 right away to the Colts, and right. they almost won the game. Yeah. They were in position to win the game. They never waved the white flag. And if any team in the NFL could have done that, it could have been the Jags going back a couple of weeks. No, but they show up, and they they shocked the world uh, and beat the Bills, which was very bad for me. And then they do you know they came back and made it a game and had a chance there against the Colts meanwhile the jets every week oh, they are giving up another 40 spot okay good job yep and they're showing no signs of fight whatsoever what is the deal
5: you have the, wor- the lions are in this league you got the worst defense in the league come yep. on i mean that's another team that's another team they're actually we, we fighting made, yeah. for campbell we, we, yeah they, they want to win a game they yeah. could have a couple wins now mike white bailed you out in, in the cincinnati game he did that was all mike white
3: this defense is a travesty Think about their wins again. Cincinnati to kill people in survivor contests. Yes, and then that team beat the Titans, yeah. who's on like a mission right now. They had guys out though, but but still. Yeah. Well, they still they have guys out right now, and they're running through five well, playoff yeah, okay, teams yeah, in a row. Yeah, yeah,
5: okay, yeah. But that was.
3: Now the Jets. If it's ugly yeah. this weekend against the Dolphins, then it's Come sound on. the alarms time. Oh, well, they, actually, they, you know what? The next two weeks, because they get, they get the Dolphins and the Texans. Actually. When they get the, the way the Eagles are playing right now, that's who the Jets get in a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, that's not going to uh, be pretty.
5: Yeah. Other observations from last night: I mentioned the first drive, some big tickets cash. We'll get to coming up. The Beckham thing is just astonishing. Now everyone's saying he's going to have a big game on the pregame and pick. He had two catches, which okay, we knew he wouldn't get a lot of plays in. Right. But he quit on the first route on the interception, bad throw, but still he quit on the route. Uh, I don't know why you have to throw him the ball immediately if you're McVeigh. That's a bad look. I, by the ne- way, I- Next week is November. He has 250 yards. Can we stop with the coverage of this guy? He's below average. He's making a ton of money. He has 250 yards. You spent three hours covering this last
3: week. Where's he going? Three hours of day, Paulie. Where could it go? Oh, my God, his decision. Free Odell. Give me a break. That was a great line by Ross Tucker 45 minutes ago. I'm surprised he signed this early So because I thought he wanted to drag it out for more attention. No kidding. No kidding. But, am I going to shame, gonna... shame on the mainstream media for giving him that much coverage. Sure. He hasn't done anything since 2016. No. You want to talk about a guy living in the past. Well, you can relate to that, though, right? Al Bundy. Sure. You got, yeah. You've had your El Bundy moment in high school. Yeah. That's right. But it's like he had one good catch from 2014. And you just, it's, it's amazing. It's been downhill he has, since the
5: boat. It is Tim the, Tebow.
3: You're right. Yeah,
5: yes, the boat. with the boat. Since they went on the boat and lost to the Packers, that was it. How good is George Kittle when he's healthy? God. Beast. Beast. <laughs> Devastating. They're do- they double coverage. Garoppolo's fitting in there. Guys can't yeah, cover them. Yep. Doesn't matter.
3: Fine. I'll find you. Very disappointing year for the 49ers. That team has a like losing that- record. Yeah. yeah. That, that team. team last night had- and lost 11 of 12 at home. How does that happen? Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Adam Chernoff going to join the program coming up next. We'll find out his best bets in the NFL for this week and maybe go over some uh, power ratings in the AFC.